G'day there, mugs. It's the two mugs coming in hot today. We've got some big news, and that's just another ripper week back at Doom. And so, bring on the fun. Bean, how you going, mate? Yeah, really good, mate. Here we are. We're back one week before the greatest group one in the nation, the famous <laughs> Stradbroke handicap. Looking forward to that in a in a, in a week's time. But um, it's been a big week. We had a few. We had we had my rage moment of the weekend on um, on late late Saturday afternoon. Yeah, which was lovely, mate. And that was uh well, let's just say some results didn't really pan out how we thought they would go. But uh, why don't you just touch on to the listeners? Um, a little bit of a, a form switch. Well, I I think I said on the pod last week we had we had Victor Remont and it was the only horse I think in that sort of pre Stradbroke race where I think the top nine ran in the first two lengths and it ran 10 lengths last yeah i know it missed the jump but it didn't pick up and run on at all it was it was atrocious <laughs> then it had a trial on tuesday it looked even worse and then <laughs> lo and behold saturday afternoon and the thing looks like winks it jumped out of the ground it went in and out in and out around about two or three on its way through and then was and then was cruising at the 1200s across the line. It was a bloody disgrace. It was. And the thing is, if it well, if it had to put in somewhat of a run like that prior, I know it just had anything. problems, but we probably would have been all over it because oh. we know it's a quality horse and, hey, booked itself for a, a Stradbroke start in uh, yeah. a week's time. So, oh, jeez. I was tearing my hair out watching that. I was like, this is an outrage. <laughs> well, it just... And if you've been following... Uh, Queensland Racing up here this week. There's been a bit of chat about the good old integrity unit yeah. down at Curix. So uh, I'm not suggesting we'll it was. Just, I'm not suggesting no, it was no, on no. the juice, but um, it, it just, just it, it was a, it was a it was a bold turnaround in performance from what we'd seen in the trial on Tuesday and yep. the week prior. Timing is just perfect sometimes, <laughs> isn't it, mate? Yeah. Well, look, we'll, uh, it's in the it's in the race, and <laughs> we is. had a we had an updated order of, of entry this week, mate, yep. for the Stradbroke. So. Which brings us to Doombin this week, and we've got two races which are win and you're in, and there is, well, all the horses pretty much shaping up, pretty much have to do that. Um, I note that Hightail has been scratched, because he's in. Yeah, cool. So yeah. I was, I was going to say, that, if, if they do run him, it'll, be, it'll just be a running him around for no real reason. Well, that's yeah. that's it. So, that's, well, Muggs, you've got to keep that in mind as well, that... Uh, a lot of them are here for the Stradbroke has their grand final, but they might need to bring that grand final a week sooner to yeah. be able to even just get just in the field. It. But we'll get there. We love rambling on, and we're going to be rambling on when we get there, mate. <laughs> but we're going to start off with a winner. We're back at Doombin this week, which gives the Eagle Farm track a bit of a rest. So looks to be a soft, maybe a good... Shouldn't need a rest. <laughs> shouldn't need a rest. It's had one run in about six months, but hey, we'll get there. But anyway, we've got... Race one, rails back in the true, 11.15am start, so geez, we're on Sky 2 pretty damn early. BM70 <laughs> over the sprint, mate. How's uh, race one shaping out? We've got Jim Bitters leading the market there. Lamonte, first up. Kunanga, a few Southern Raiders. Vincere Valare back from a bit of a stint. I remember that was a bit of a spruik as a two-year-old horse. Yeah, it was actually. Wasn't and it? Uh, it's a bit of distance there to the rest. So, mate, race one, let's do it. Let's get some winners. Good race this one. I will also just mention the last time the rail was in the true was on the 28th of February. So it's been a mile since we've been back in the true at Doombin. And I watched a few of the races again this morning just to cover off. And it looked pretty even. Damn it. 
Serpent so, is going to be on the rails yeah. all day. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't as it wasn't as rail heavy as I thought. But we'll, yep. yeah, they, you, the front, the front, the front of the the front front pack definitely was a better chance. But that's anyway. but that's doomed in one on one anyway. Punters, if you yeah. haven't learnt that, that you know, shorter straight, yeah. a bit like Caulfield down south. You want to yeah. be, got to be in the amounts. first four or five, or you just if you got any hair, you're ripping it out. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, this um, this race here was a pretty interesting one, actually. I think um, I think once again I'm sticking to my system where barriers are the key, but this race looks to have a bucket load of pace mm. on paper, anyway. And I think if if the ones go forward that I think will, so you've got sort of Lamarte, New Alliance, and then almost everything in the final four barriers likes to get out and chomp along at the bit. So I think um, Stella Power, Vince Valaro, Flying Eddie in Deep State. And that's why I found one um, one of these Sydney Raiders, Kunanga, on top, which, fingers crossed, Matt McGilvray's fixes his face up in time and he's yeah. already right to go post the fall yesterday. But if not, I'm not sure who they'll get on board, but I do... I, him steering adds a bit of confidence. But um, I think the Sydney horses generally against... Brizzy horses or Queensland horses tend to run a little bit better. Um, this ran a 0.5 of a length second to Witherspoon, which came out last weekend and absolutely belted its rivals down in Sydney. And that was in a benchmark 78. Comes back to benchmark 72 here. Obviously goes up in the weights, carrying 60 kilos, but 1,050. It looks say it looks a pretty good bet first up. There we go. First up, mate. Well, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on with your Sydney form and stick with the locals here. Right. And uh, horse for mine that uh, I've spruced a little bit on the pod. We've had a winner, didn't back him last start, but Gin and Bitters here with a little bit of X factor. Um, opens the market at three forty, so look, no prizes for me finding it. But just as you said, a little bit of pace, but I think this this fellow will just be able to sit in just off from barrier seven, has some early toe, um, and, you know, as we said, at Doomben, if you're, if you're in the top three or four on the kick, you're a chance of doing something, yeah. and that's you've what got, we're going to be doing, That's, just about that's where you, you want to be. Where you've got to be, yeah. So, Gin and Bitter is on top for me, comes to a pretty damn good race there, the Chief De Beers, a couple of weeks ago. Just Dawn, Batterhoz, Tarzan, you know, you've uh, you've spruiked the Sydney form. That's probably as good as Queensland form as there is going around at the moment, those yeah. sort of listed races. So, mate, good start to the day. Let's do it. Quinella first up, hey, we'll take that. Oh, that's oh, what we no, do. Quinella would be good. <laughs> that's what we do. Oh. Mate, and then, uh, look, we've got race to take two. it into to race two. BM90, we step up to the Doombin Mile, the good old Doombin Mile. Uh, and again, it seems to be a little bit of early pace, but... A smaller field here gives a few horses a chances to probably be a bit more in the run. How you seeing it, mate? Um, yeah, I thought this was um, I thought this was a little bit quieter in terms of pace on paper, and that's where I found um, found Langrow on top actually. Here, I just liked. Um, I think fitness is the key. It's about its fourth run in this prep. Um, it likes to get out and roll. And its last start, it took. A sit, I think it was sort of one out from the leader, but just couldn't quite get that lead. I think it gets a control of tempo here up front. It should be a real good chance. Um, two from three on the soft going, which is always a bonus. I think it gets in well with the weights. There's only um, nine in the race, so I don't think you'd need to worry too much about barriers here in terms of the um, in terms of where it's drawn. And um, you know, it's it's form behind. I know it was a, I think I think it was a three and a half length third behind Red Chase, but that form looks superb the way it's come out and won last weekend against a real quality field. So I think Langro here might 
might just be able to steal it. I mean, I know there's a few in there. You know, you've got Star of Michelin, um, La Pulga, top prospect. But I think it might be able to pinch a few breaks in the run and steal this one. Hmm. Yes, interesting you say that because that's the the, uh, the speed map that I predicted. But I'm not on Lang Row, right. mate. I've, uh, <laughs> I've put him in the sack file after being on him the last couple of yeah, starts. You, you have tipped him a bit, haven't you? Oh, jeez, i tell you what. <laughs> if but... I catch him this weekend, he'll be dead. <laughs> Mates, that's all right. You can have your winner's spoils. Yep. I'll, uh, I'll be sitting in the corner crying. I'm used to that these weekends anyway. Uh, mate, but the one I've got on top of, I've elected the toppy here, Sir Barnabas. Um, and look, he's one of those ones that I've just never been able to catch at yeah, all. I, ever. I can't catch him either. But I'm going to catch him this weekend, mate, because comes through the Wayne Wilson uh, up at the Sunny Coast a couple weeks back, which Victory 8 won that race. I'm sure that you were on it. I was yeah, on it. Yeah. Every man and his dog was on it. at yeah, the uh, 81s or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah 81s, 151s, doesn't freaking matter when you know the scent <laughs> on it. Uh, but, mate, that run was awesome because this guy, I don't think he's a he's a get back last and, and swamp him late. He likes to sit up a bit closer, but drew the car park that night, so he didn't have a choice. And then absolutely swamped the line for an eighth. Now, eighth doesn't sound too impressive, but 1.3 lengths off the winner, and they all sort of came through in a blanket finish there. So I think he's just going really, really well. Um, so I've got him on top. He is nommed for one of the main races of the day, so that might be a bit of a sit and watch. Otherwise, I'm, I'm liking Langro for the reasons you stated. I think Star of Michelin is just not a doom and horse. No, it needs a big open track, yeah, I think, so to really sort of wind up and get going. Look, but it does get in well here in terms of Gets in well. We, sort of we love the horse, but I think that might be your lay of the day. It's, it's zipped from two at Doombin. It yeah. uh, pulled up last start at Doombin when didn't seem to be anything wrong in the run. So, you know, some horses up here are just not Doombin horses. I yeah. think that might be one of them. Yep. So, there we go. We've got uh, Sir Barnabas on top for the Mozza. And Langro for Bean. And, mate, that takes us into an even better race of a, uh, a beautiful Class 6 on the 1200. A few of my favourites yeah, here. <laughs> we, just, we just chip away here, mate, for uh, for our weekly I've Got a Nell segment. And, uh, mate, the big again. girl, she's uh, she's paying nine bucks. She's on yeah. the third line of betting here, mate. But yeah. you got right or wrong, uh, who's second up after a long break. Heard an interview with the trainer throughout the week that he should go pretty well. <laughs> But Oriental Runner starts the favourite at 320. You picked him last start, mate. Are we, are we doubling down? I've actually jumped off him this start. Oh. And it's it could be this could be a bit of a this could be a bit of a mistake. But I've jumped off him. I just thought um I just thought in this particular race, there's a few here. Um, there's a key rider change which I thought was of a fair bit of importance. And that was Maloney switching off Oriental Runner and jumping on Pinnacle Star, which he rode for a pretty good last start second out at the switch so um we love the switch i think here in in that run at the switch it sort of ran three to four wide i think fitness was the key it just sort of peaked on its run about 50 100 from home um it does draw wide but there's a bit of speed just outside it in desert night which does like to go forward so fingers crossed maloney has noted that down himself and gets on the back of that that fella and just sort of carries him across because if he doesn't get carried into the race early and he's sitting second and third last could be a could be very a, long 300 we, meters we could be in a bit of trouble there but um i have him sort of sitting one out one back getting carried into the race there 
and I think down in grade here, I think it's a really good chance. And at the $4.20, that's probably sort of on the cusp of where you'd be liking to back it, but there'll be enough speed on here with I've Got an L Oriental Runner. I don't want any horse that's going to be taken on I've Got an L up because oh. it terrifies well, me. I hope, <laughs> I hope something does because it might just win again. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> we're just, oh, and 15 I, I will 15 note down, I, will, I wasn't on last, last weekend no. or last Friday at the GC when it paid 22 to 1. So, yeah. Gee, oh, yeah, let's not talk about that. Uh, mate, but if you're jumping off uh, Oriental Runner here, I'm going to jump on. And I just think he gets the exact same run that did a couple of weeks ago at the GC. Draws, draws soft, barrier one. I've got an L, pushes forward, sits just behind. And look, classic, I've got an L, hopefully leads for 1,100 metres. And yeah, it this guy it, peels it, out and goes bang. Yeah, it doesn't run yeah. 1,200 very well, um, the odd I've got an L. No. So I think that was the key last start. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, winning form's good form. I just think he uh, he maps, as I said, this could, be, this could be me could again. Be I jump off. You yeah, get on and hey, it gets up. Hey, I'm happy <laughs> to grab the spoils. This is, a, this is a good tip. <laughs> Don't worry about that. And if I get an L uh, wins again, mate, we've got to get. Uh, I've got an L on the show. I, I think, think they'll be safe. I think, think there'll be, be a safety getting played by me. Jeez, put it through all your waters, there, folks and folkettes. All right, mate. Now we get into the good stuff. Ooh, we've got uh, race for the Bill Carter over the 1100, mate, and it's a stacked field. We've got a few yeah, of our faves in here. Got a kiss, Liza with a Z, the Minge, uh, Papaya. We've been on a few of these throughout their campaigns, and Got a Kiss opens the market here at two twenty-five. Bit of daylight then, but we've got the Southern Raiders up, mate. Are they are they coming to take the spoils, or can the locals hold us on? Got a Kiss has got to be the biggest unders I've ever seen in this race. Are you still on my notes again? No, I'm, I'm not. I haven't, I haven't even looked at your notes. Mate, two, it it's, is. It, it's 216 to 225 I'm looking at now. It's That is outrageous in this field. In a, in, a, <laughs> in a field of 15, gets back to last on Doomin from Barrier 1. Oh, that is cross, it's... cross and cross. You, you're spot on. <laughs> Absolutely oh, um, spot on. I um yeah I mean I, in my notes you know lots of runners who backed here I think Beamos has had Bellevue Star um, obviously got a kiss the Minge is in here Liza with the Z's a black booker that we liked and then it got up and belted them at a dollar ten or whatever it was Papaya there's a few here I've got Plutocrat down as a um as a one to watch as well from the trials but I am going. With a, a probably a, a favoured son of the pod who's off who's, who's off to stud now, and that is um that's September run in the autumn sun colours. I just think here it's um it's dual non for race one at Rose Hill, but um gets the right draw here in terms of drawing five. It should sort of be on the pace ish, so it'll get it gets the perfect run there in terms of where it's sitting. I'm hoping it doesn't go back as far as horses like Got a Kiss and and, and sort of gets stuck. In that pack, and then we see an Ilwendo caught on the rail job again. Mm. But um, came it's it's form behind away game in the um in the Group Three Wooden Stakes is monster form for a field like this. Gets in superb at the weights. First up win. I just don't think Chris Waller would dual nom and bring it up here for this race if he wasn't pretty serious about its chances. I didn't see it on the order of entry. Interestingly though, for the JJ Atkins. Right, which it should be on there in terms of prize money and all that sort of stuff. So I found that I found that a bit of interest because well, that was one of the main reasons why I was could be a to get on measuring stick and late yeah. entry maybe. Yeah, see yeah. what happens. So I, I think here, I mean, you're getting eight dollars for a runner that's handled Canterbury as well. So similar sort of style track to Doomben. It's got those tight corners. I don't think that'll be any issue. 
And I just, yeah, like like we stated earlier, taking a set against got a kiss at the price and the draw that just points to a disaster. Yeah, mate, can't jump into the two dollars fifty there for got a kiss. So watch it again as yeah. we usually do. I mean, it, it could win, win. Don't get me wrong, but it's well, it, yeah. it's uh, you're gonna have your heart in your mouth the whole bloody run. And at well, two twenty five now, they've come for it. So I don't know. Okay, I don't they know. Knew. <laughs> they knew. They knew. They knew. Anyway, mate, I'm uh, I'm sticking with one of my value plays from uh, a couple of weeks ago at the GC in the Guineas there, and that was always on show. So I thought this girl had a terrific run there, had to sort of match motors with Wisdom of Water, which was never going to happen, and then decided to probably go along the worst part of the track on the inside. Yet held on for fourth, so I think that run was a uh, a lot better than probably the result on paper. So. Always on show for me, um, and I reckon Minji is yeah, I, a silly overs here yeah, because yeah, it's definitely overs. I mean, it draws well too. As draws as well. Yeah, we don't usually like sort of run on horses uh, at this sort of shorter trip, but Minji, as we saw, sort of saying, you're a dooming horse. This it thing perfectly. didn't handle the Gold Coast. Um, and there's going to be pace on in this race. So I think there are two that are definitely over the odds. Um, Minji, again, is going to be a bit of heart in your mouth watching it storm home. And I'd rather be on Minji storming home than got a kiss storming home than yeah. watching <laughs> it 15 380 to place. Damn <laughs> bloody true, mate. Damn right. bloody true. All right, mate. Well, look, we're going to move on. It's uh, on paper. There's two horses that are just screaming back me or back me. And... I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to give you the first selection, though, because we've got Vanna Girl, 330. We've got Rocha Clock at 360, um, which we, we were hoping we'd get to the Stradbroke, but they've obviously changed yeah, plans yeah, with have. that one. But it looks a two-horse field. It's a big field, so they're going to have to both do a little bit of work from the wider gates. Yeah. Is it as simple as that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Rock o'clock! Oh, <laughs> it's rock o'clock time. All right, people. Um, 1,600 metres here. It is Doombin. Does draw wide, always a query. But I think short of tr because it's not a short trip, that's not of a concern. It does like to run on and get back, and I do like that about this horse. So I think drawing wide is much better than drawing inside here. So that's always a bonus. Um, soft going's not a problem at all. Has a second to Dawn Passage, which is top of the market for the Stradbroke, and that's outstanding form for a another another race like this. Um, fingers crossed, the speed is on. So I really hope that the Newham and the Bot horses do have a crack at each other, and then they're stoked up by I am I can as well. Because if you don't get that speed on here, mm. uh, both Rock O'Clock and Vanna Girl are going to be in all sorts. But I do think they're the class, and I think um, I think Rock O'Clock, I think it was 380 I saw in early betting, is stupid. Yeah, mate. Well, look, I'm going to pick up that coin, and I'm going with the other side. <laughs> here we go. So this could be side bet territory here, Muggs. So watch this space. But I've got Vanna Girl on top. Um, the thing that scared me with the clock is just that barrier and its racing pattern. I think they've they had a go at sort of sitting on the speed. Uh, yeah, it doesn't do speed. You've got to sit back. It's, it's got to it. be ridden like Chautauqua, basically. Exactly. <laughs> so it's going to have to almost be Chautauqua as yeah. well to, to win this race. So, look, Vanagirl doesn't get too many better favours from barrier 12, but I just think she's a bit more likely to get a bit more forward to sit yeah. on. Um, and you look at the last win, you know, Super Giant second, Ballistic Boy third. 
pretty damn good form yep. up here as well. So, yeah, looks to be an obvious race in two here, punters. So, hopefully, uh, you follow one of us in. And we, get, and we can promise you the cash win. and maybe another skullet for the loser. Who knows? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> ooh, mate, we're getting into race six here, and ooh, this is it. First leg of the quaddy. And we've got a field of about, I counted about 104 horses in yeah, this race. Exactly. How many did you count? <laughs> I think about 150. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm still scrolling just oh, to catch up. So with this is uh, back to our punting rules. This comes into play big time here because we've got the 1,100 metre uh, sprinters here. And if you're a horse jumping from barrier 20, for example, or plus, you've got to A, go back to last, or B, burn your engine to get across and hopefully get in front of, you know, a horse that's had nothing to do with barrier 1. So barriers are massive here, guys. So if there's one that you like, check the barrier. Maybe even have a look if it's had a run at Doom and from a wider barrier how it went. But that's what, uh, being a mozzie here, we're going to make fools of ourselves or, or be in a Mensa meeting here. So... Which one's it going to be, mate? We are. I'm, I'm not really sticking to my rule in the first sort of one to eight, one to six barriers here for the shorter trip. I actually, um, I found one here up from the Martin Eustace stable, jumps from barrier 11, and that's Grey Shadow. I just thought um, it sort of was, like, I think it's missed here a little bit. If you've got, obviously, obviously Usmanov, Emerald Kingdom was a forgive run last start, um... One of Bmoz's favourites, Ringo's a rock star, but it just draws horribly in the one because it's a sort of a get-back run on horse. Um, but in this, in its last five runs, it's I mean, it's five from seven at the distance, so it does like the shorter trip. It tends to run fairly well at Caulfield Grey Shadow. Um, the key with this horse is keeping it fresh. So it's coming off, I think, a three-week freshen up, and they basically just staggered its runs like that the last sort of couple of months. They just three weeks bang, three weeks bang, and that's sort of how it runs. In its last four runs, it's measured up in two group threes and a group two, where it ran sort of, you know, 80 legs, 10th or something in, in the group two, but it was on a heavy, so that's just a complete forgive here. Clearly doesn't handle that kind of ground. The soft going is no problem at all. It gets Robbie Fratt in the saddle, which is a big Ooh. push. The fact they picked up the um, is it picked up? Oh, I, th I think yeah. I think he's I think he's class. He's alright. He has butchered a few in the past, wow. but I think he could. Um, you heard it. You heard he, it here he first. Could, he could come back here and repay the mugs with a with a with a piece of the fourteen dollars, and um, it gets in with fifty four kilos. And I think in this particular field. The key competitor, which was also massively missed in the market, is Bandy Purr, but um, it's just well in the, the weights against that sort of top of the market key competitor. So I think um, I think Grey Shadow here is a is a lovely bet at the fourteens. Wow, we so there you go, Mugs Robbie Frad. He's working his way back in the uh, the good books here. He's eh? just he's just chipped away on a few winners over the last okay. few weeks. All right, that's all right. Hey, we might be able to get him on the podcast one yeah, day. Right, Who knows? Good. He'll he'll climbly, politely decline every time, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. Mate, I'm a, I'm going one that's it's a classic pest horse, but I think today's his day. I think I've even said this on the pod as well. Whenever you see this horse in the field, you know the race is going to be absolutely ruined, and that's free of debt. Oh, I've got weird. him on top, mate. I've got him on top. So yeah, well that's uh, prick up your ears, everyone, because this is going to be played back over and over again with every promotional material we do. Because okay. Moz is going to pick free of debt. Finally, this is it. Simple. He needs to lead to at least look like the winner. Just doesn't get that opportunity too much with 
drawing wide, drawing wide, or just some real speed runners in the race. Today, though, he draws barrier seven, and I think he's got enough early pest speed to be able to get in front. So, with that all being said, yeah, he probably does actually from the plus two. He's uh, his last four races, I think, have been at the twelve hundred. So, so this is back to eleven hundred, which is pure speed on pace. Go for it. You so, worried about that other pest Tarzan at all? Because it's a bit of a it's Tarzan. A, it's a bit of a. Yep. So the dangers are Tarzan, but I just watched a few free of debt replays. He pings the gates pretty damn well. Yeah, so on. I think he's got him covered. Spurcraft is the other one, um, which is a, a nothing but speed horse as well. But Spurcraft's, I don't know. I think his best days maybe behind. But I think this is it. This is Free Adet's day. The last uh, last time he was able just to sit first and control, Super Super Seth swamped him on the line. And of course, we know what uh, that that, that feels deep. to us Queenslanders up here in Alligator Blood Territory. So there it is. Follow me in if you dare. I almost hope I almost hope you're right, just so you can get it off your chest. I know. Just so you can get it off your chest. But disclaimer: I've never really backed Free of Debt before, anyway. I just uh, think he's a pest when you're trying to do the form. And you know, well, this is just going to go out the, out the window because yeah, held, held this thing's going to sit, it's gonna sit seven wide and, and just keep cooking. Yeah. Um, but today's his day. Yeah. Dead, eh? All, right. All right. So that's, uh, that's, that's the first leg. Locked and loaded, mate. Yeah, mate. And then we move on, move on to a group three here, which is uh, which is good news for the... The middle class stayers here, mate, and we've got the two thousand meter champions handicap. Yeah, it is. Um, and look at uh, again, we've got a we've got a massive field, and like that last race, there's going to be a fair few hard luck stories here. But I'm keeping mine short and simple. Everything I said about free debt, just replace with the word Iwendo because that's on top for me. I just think he does the same. Just gets in front easily, controls. Um, and he's got some massively good form lines surrounding him, mate. So I'm not going to bore the mugs too much with my spiel because I think he just wins. I second that motion on my oh. window as well. well. The only the only thing I will add was, which is only sort of slightly important here, is that the other I guess key competitor that ran second to last start was another dollar, but it gets I think a three kilo weight swing or two and yep. a half kilo weight swing on that, and only lost one point eight of a length. A uh, 1.8 length, sorry, last start at the Gosford Gold Cup, I think it was. Home so, brand as well, back yeah, to Denman. Yeah, turns it round there. I think the weight swing helps, and I think it should just be too good here. It also draws seven, which is just perfect in this monster field, and it does sit up front like Beamos was saying. So, yep, Iwendo on top. Beautiful. And the other thing, mate, like another dollar, I mean, that thing won, what, three friggin' years ago before it did last start? Yeah. You know, it's just... Right, it's another one of those one, another one yeah. that's hard to catch, but it is still class in this sort of a field. Oh, definitely. exactly. But it's yeah, I agree. It's, it's one. Of, it's it's one. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a classic, it's classic sort of wallet. You know, they they sort of peak peak at two year olds, three year olds. Um, and you just expect massive things from them, and form so, is just mixed, and you just yeah. can't catch them. But no. your windows, yep, looks solid for me. All right, mate. So look, two races to go, and uh, oh. Oh, it's a double siren right, because we've got, big siren. Things. Yeah. we've got some big <laughs> boom, things boom. coming. And we're going to start with the Fred Bess three-year-old classic over the 1350. Mate, you win it, you're in it. Simple as that. We, uh, As we mentioned, Hightail has been scratched, uh, and that's because he does have a start in the Stradbroke next week. 
But Dawn Passage, $2.50, has to win to make the field. Yeah. Uh, he's too low in the entry. Exhilarates is right on the cusp, um, but the rest of them in the same boat. You win it, you're in it. Who we got? Fire away, mate. You take it off Fire first, away. you go. <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> it is wanna, like that. I don't want to speak first. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to shock the world here, mate. Mm -hmm. Dawn Passage doesn't win for mine. Does yeah. not win for mine. I don't have it on top. Um... Really like Exhilarates, however, Barrier 4, 1350, big field at Doombin, you know what's going to happen. This horse doesn't exactly jump the gates, as proven last start. Uh, sits back, explosive turn of foot, we know that. But also, I think the confidence in the camp is that he'll get a run. So, I don't think they're wound him up ready to go. There is one, though, that's drawn very, very nicely, and who comes through that same race and finished fourth, and he's giving me some value. He's giving me 21 to 1, and that's scathing. And it's going to be scathing. He's, exactly. He's a speed demon. The only other speed horse, the Odyssey, um, but draws barrier 13. So he's going to have to do a fair bit of work to get up there with him. Mm -hmm. um, but barrier 1 for scathing goes straight to the front, controls it, um, and like, uh, what was the other horse I picked? Always on show. Scathing that day at the Gold Coast, stuck to the inside, yep. which I think was the inferior ground where Hightail, Exhilarates, all came down the outside and looked like good horses that they are. So, at the it odds... It's always in a long, longer straight as no, well. No, so and that's that, it. That's a bonus. Well, and this fella, he, he goes on a soft, goes on a hard, gets to the front, um, and has got a Ripper record, so I think he's he's a little bit underrated with the market just because of some Southern Raiders. So I'm taking Scathing Barrier One to just sit, kick, dick, and lick the bookies. Nice, mate. I um I've actually I thought there was a little bit more pace than you suggested. I thought um I thought Stampy would even go forward yeah. from my out wide, and even Bellevue Hill likes to sort of be. Up and about, so I'm actually fingers crossed, hoping that Scathing doesn't get his own way in front, because that's gonna seriously. One of us would be right. That's, that's gonna seriously impact the chances yep. of my of my runner. One of us would be right. That's good for the confidence. Yeah. So it's we, we sort of we'll give you we'll give you a mad leader, and then we'll give you one that's gonna tuck in behind and, and need luck. I've um, I've actually found subpoenaed here on top, but the it was the nine dollars pre Hightail coming out and is dual nommed. I oh, know listed to run in race nine as well, but I think the way it's drawn here and it was a um, it's an emergency there. I think it probably should should run in in this particular race, but it's drawn twelve, which we know at Doombin's not a super advantage. But the way it likes to get back, I prefer twelve over sort of one, two, three. Yeah, that's that's definitely a bonus. Um, Cahill steers here. Noting that, um, second to Rubasaki in a really high rating race down in Sydney one or two starts ago. Um, I do think Dawn Passage is pretty hard to go past, but I just think it can get caught up in a bit of traffic, and I'm really hoping Cahill just sits sort of, you know, right at the back of the pack, and if they do go hard in front, I think Subpoenaed might be able to sort of round up this, this field here, and it does get that two kilo weight swing on, on Dawn Passage, so I think, um, I think Subpoenaed, it's now 750s, but I think that's value. Mm, it's one of those horses you love to love and you yeah, hate to love, it, don't you? Yeah, it's, yeah. It owes punters, that's for sure. Yeah. But right. it never runs poorly, and it's always no. in good quality races. Oh, it's so it's I think hard it's, luck story yeah. 101, isn't it? Yeah, so. And, mate. Oh, mate, that's what we're all about. The get-out stakes, and this is a real big get-out stakes for someone here, mate, because they're going straight into the Stradbroke again. Helen Coughlin, 
Mares and Phillies, 13.50, so it doesn't get any easier. Oh, um, you reckon? <laughs> there's two in the race, Madame Rouge and Tally Play, so they're, they're already locked up a start in the Stradbroke as well. So punters, if you're... Well, you can look at it one of two ways. They could be holding back because obviously it's not grand final day yep. or they really need to, to turn up and look like, yeah. look like that they, uh, they're they good enough to be in that field. So take note there. Um, but again, big field. We've got uh, we've got some pretty good horses going around, mate. To get out stakes, winning you're in the Stradbroke. Who's going to finish us off with a winner? Um, I think the Snowdens are going to get one in here, and it's one. Um, it's one you were on last start in the Gen Rules. Um, it was super first start. Bmos tipped it, uh, just missed, exhilarates, and who else was in that race? Uh, uh, love you, Lucy. Oh, I love you, Lucy. Fiesta. Sorry, and Fiesta. That's yep. right. Yeah, just missed those two. Um, gets the weight swing oh, on the rivals. Me. It's. I just think the Snowdens have come up with a plan for this particular lady and she draws eight here which is superb should be midfield fingers crossed not too far back because otherwise that's going to be a problem but i think um you know shall i rate a profit there's not a bucket load of speed here so if it, it will need to be posied up well in the run to be a real chance and just that explosive finish late I think you can finish over the top here. And the extra 150 metres probably peaked a little bit on its run last start, but that 150 metres extra here is going to be a, a massive help. And I think at the $17, it's just a stupid price compared to you're getting Fiesta at eight and into the in, um, into the abyss. And love, love you, Lucy, I suppose, is 17s as well. But I think with the draw and the weight swing, Jen Rules here is a, um, is a, is a good get out. Get 17s. out. Get on and get out, mate. Well, look, I'm uh, I'm jumping off, Jen, so I'm glad one of us can hopefully ride her home. Uh, for me, though, I'm going to be riding with my boy Bailey, Bailey Nordiff. Uh, and we're getting on Shawa. Shawa! Shawa for Mr. Tony Golan in the last. He loves to bring us home for the mugs. <laughs> but, mate, I like, uh, I like this. He to bring us home. I think he's brought us home to. for a few weeks now. Yeah, exactly. We just have been too stupid not to get on him. Uh, but, mate, I, I like this horse a lot. Picked him last start and just think that the mile probably isn't his go, yet still stuck on and finished there behind Sir Barnabas, who I've lined up earlier in the day, and Milkman as well, which are both probably going around pretty well uh, form line-wise. So that looks like a pretty good form line to me. And again, as you sort of said, ready to profit, probably just gets the lead without trying. Show us it's just behind. Um, and then a yeah, couple those of... those two should be... Yeah. yeah. Well, they're just going to sit off each other and, and turn into a bit of a sit and sprint. So I'm hoping that that's the case. Um, but Show can just probably get going a little bit sooner than the rest of the field and hold off those swoopers absolutely flying late. So it'll be uh, hard in your mouth, probably hanging on, but going to fucking ride at home, mate. <laughs> We're going to need you. Mate, you, mate you're gonna, you're, we, oh, yeah. you need to have that rail sort on Saturday, otherwise. Whew. That's it, mate. So look... That's uh, that's our get out stakes there, guys. So we're all business this week because whew, next week's the big, big week. the big extravaganza. So, mate, leave us. Uh, we're gonna get your beans banger. Beans banger. And I we'll, think we'll tell um, the we'll tell the mugs what we've got in store for the big week ahead. There's a there's a bucket load of value. I think the beans banger though has to go on top, and that is the lovely little window. 460, yeah. you, I mean, you're not going to get... I'm, I'm just not taking any of these 250s in these big fields. But nah. yeah, Iwendo's, a, Iwendo's an on-top and a key best selection for me. 
Sounds good, mate. Look, I'm going uh, as far as race one. The gin. I've got the gin and bitters. That's yep. my best of the day. Uh, start again, off on a flyer. Start off on a flyer, mate. Strong form lines. Bit of value there at the three and a half. So that's a handy one to get the confidence up yeah. early, mate. That's what we're all about. But look, Muggs, thanks for listening in. Next week, we're going to come to you with a live podcast. We sure are. On the old instagram And it's going to be our big Stradbroke preview. So we're yep. going to really nut down the Straddy, go through all the runners, have a bloody blast. Doing one, by, it. one by one, we'll do the, do one the, do, one. Do the numbers. Yeah, well, we uh, that's the plan at the moment. Depends yep. if we survive this weekend yeah. or not. And uh, <laughs> see what's left of us come, come next Thursday. That's so right. punters, looks like a big day at Doombin. That's enough from me. Send him off happy, mate. Thanks, Muggs. I'll see you next week for the Stradganza. Woo!